Greetings and welcome to the seventh episode of Another Men's Podcast, a podcast about men and their issues. Just one among those many, many podcasts in the sea of many, many men podcasts. And on today's episode, episode seven, we are talking about men versus v feminism. What is this thing that we see going around? We want to take it to the core in as much as we understand this particular topic and then try to digest it. Is it like a war? Is it like a head-on? Is it like a losing game? What exactly is with men against feminism? Join us as we begin today. So Ozzy, men against feminism. Yep. Talk uh, to us about this thing. It's a very broad uh, context, as as I can say, uh, because uh, feminism, feminist, has a has has a very broad, a bigger dynamic in life these days. Whenever a person brings up a word feminism, brings a word feminist, brings a word something about that particular topic inakuwa kama ni kitu ambacho kinakuwa kina trigger sana a lot of female responses a lot of male responses to females or vice versa men feel provoked when a feminism conversation is brought into context female also uh, feel provoked kipindi ambacho the same is been done wow so uh, maybe to begin with i like to to understand uh, how do you guys conceive uh, the word feminist or feminism? When you hear about feminism, what do you actually think about it? For me, feminism is a state of uh, an individual, either woman or a man, who is considering a female to become better from all the things the world used to, to have. That's what I can say. Okay, so technically it's like empowering females on their roles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because back in the days, females were not in a position to do anything since they were not capable or not knowledgeable enough. So they couldn't be competitive. At the moment, they, they take chances. They went to school. They have knowledges. So that means they can come flaunt and have access to do things the way men do. So a feminist person is the person who is considering empowering them. Like if there is an opportunity, you don't look at a woman as a woman who is not capable to do that. Okay, that's, that's, a, very, that's a very interesting take because... Um, uh we should go maybe we should go a bit back to where the whole world or the the whole uh witness in feminism milipoanzia uh you know uh historically men walikuwa ni providers kwa females na females wao walikuwa ni watu wa receive so jd you may bring up a very important fact about uh school and learning as days goes on uh, people, specifically females, go to realize kwamba they can be participating in matters or affairs of the society and community as well, including having education as one of their biggest uh, role. This because back in the days, even 
uh, things that people used to learn. They never had a proper system of knowledge, like but uh, knowledge back in the days was transferred in, was transferred in, a, in a way that uh, uh, when a boy, child, and a fika umri flani, a boy can be responsible, alikuwa anachukuliwa na watu wakubwa, na wazee, au wazee wa makamo, so they are taking him, wanaenda kuenda kuindanae, wanaenda kuenda kufundisha, namna kuprotect the society, kuprotect the neolao, and stuff like that. Kuyo majukumu ya eki ya kielimu back in the days, yalikuwa yako transferred in that particular particular man until when school was introduced that at a school ambazo ziko introduce wanasema uh, locally uko kwa kuna watu ambao walikuwa wanaenda ambao walikuwa ni watoto wa kiume watoto wa kike walikuwa naachwa nyumbani kupika na kufanya vitu kama hivyo so fast forward uh, miaka kadha kadha baadaye tunakuja kumuona girl child anaingia kwenye education system anaingia kwenye education system anaingia katika employment opportunities naye anataka a function the same way as the way a boy child has been functioned tutaenda kulizungumzia hilo swala baadaye kuna issue ya kupata kazi katika issue ya kwamba kwa equality tu au katika issue ya meritocracy we are going to speak about that so Uh, to continue then mark proceed so according to the dictionary i i just had to look this particular word in the dictionary i didn't want to really like go around and make my own definition so feminism is defined as the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of equality of sexes simple and clear but if you are advocating for women's rights on the grounds of equality of sexes then you are a feminist right so are you a feminist you say are you a feminist uh i'll just say what dev chapel said i am a feminist <laughs> if that is the definition of the word but on the actual uh, on the actual practice uh, point of view do you no. think you can be as a feminist you can you still can be termed as a feminist because the thing is uh, what we are looking at here we are looking at the equality of sexes now what what exactly is equality of sexes right and um, how does it function right and there is where um, we begin this particular discussion and uh, by that uh, we are finding a very difficult place to start and um maybe an interesting one at that because when we say equality we are really saying that a man and a woman are equal right before everything else now that can slightly go into a very uh different direction because these are two are uh, different human beings with two different needs with um two different body forms and biology and everything else now when we say that we want them to be equal right there are places that we want to see them as equals but when i think and look at this thing um through and through i don't really think that is a possibility you know because we really can't go to the core and say that these two sexes are equally equal you know there are going to be places where one shines and one doesn't and that is simply biology you know and then 
I think that is like where uh, I will maybe try and expand this particular definition because I have seen that everyone really defines this particular word differently. And I think that there is where um, the, the war now, or, you know, or the misunderstanding of the concept as itself begins. You know, I think it is in the definition of the word itself, you know, but it deals with a lot and that is the advocating of women's right in regards to equality of sexes. Thank you very much, Mark. But I think um, uh, from your explanations, you, you are going to rely on the, uh, on the side that uh, says that uh, you don't think that uh, we were created naturally equal. Men and female were not created naturally equal. Do you agree with that? Yes, we were not created equal. We were created human beings. Like we are all human beings with different needs, uh, with different uh, biological functioning, functionings and everything is like we are like a man and a woman are different. They are not the same. Now, let's say, for example, if we say, uh, because let's say, for example, the, the state uh, says, men and women are equal before the law, you know, because that, that's, that means they are, um, they're supposed to get like the law doesn't look at you as a woman or as a man. It just looks at you like a man. And like one of those things that like the building blocks of democracy is that all people are equal, you know, like that is like, that is the word that is over there that all human beings are equal. Komba wote tukiwekwa pale tunalingana. Like in sense that equality that is being talked about there is in regards to certain things. For example, now, uh, voting. At certain points now, if we go back to history, women were not allowed to vote. You know, they couldn't vote or they, they didn't get that right. So they had to fight for that particular right to vote because how can you say Kwamba uh, we are equal before the law and we women cannot vote? You see, so the the fight now began like that. That we also want to have equal chances in matters that you know are also in concerns with us and in concerns with the society. You know, so if the society is comprising of men and women, we just don't want men to make decisions on our behalf we also want to be included. You know, that is like where the, 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 the equality now stems from. It is, I, I don't think, um, by my knowledge, we are talking about equality body-wise. We are talking about equality, at least on a, on, on a different level, but we cannot say like a woman and a man are, are, are similar or something. Yes, they are equal, but... What exactly is that equalness that we are talking about? You know, that is the different part. Okay. I was trying to say, I think uh, you are trying to say that um, the equal rights that you're actually meaning were the political, social, and economic rights and not the physical rights that you, they might be, have an, uh, uh, might be having a biological advantage from both of us. So... Uh, with that being said, I think um, I, I went to 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 dig about uh, a, a little bit things about feminism, and uh, it all began in around 1903 with, uh, with the suffragette movement. Uh, I think it was work-related issues, and then uh, the end of the day, uh, when you when you when you actually 
want to build a strong case around feminism, they actually have categorized feminism into two into three areas or types of feminism that is liberal feminism there is radical feminism and there is social or socialist or marxist feminism i think uh, people are not mostly focused on the liberal and the socialist uh point of view as a feminist or a feminism instead most of these people these days are actually focusing on the radical side of things that uh, people do think that uh, feminism is too radical, is too aggressive, is too an anti-men uh, narrative. How do you guys actually take uh, take do digest that kind of thing? I kind of think the way that you say it is is radical these days. I kind of think that's the way that they are portraying it to be that way, because everywhere you go right now, it's like men are this and this, men are this and this. We should be doing this and this. We should be getting certain advantages over this and this. So I kind of think the way that they are portraying it is in a very radical manner where a boy child is getting uh, pointed out for things that... Yeah, what I'm trying to say is that it's, it's very hard. It's the controversy uh, that lies between um, between men and women on the same perspective of feminism because uh, when a man is being cool when, when a girl says that men are trash is okay but uh when a female or a woman says that men when when a man says that women are trash you you are being called a sexist you know like you are socially discriminating people from their sexes that's why i'm trying to call out people like that so there is a very small gender role that a man is being left out to play with just as to enhance the same thing of uh supporting uh, the equal rights and opportunity for women as it is the very, very deep core definition of feminism. But also, uh, where do you rely when you, when you, between the past and the present, uh, men do get uh, mixed information from the society or the community that uh, lies uh, within them that they do live women still want men to play their traditional roles now and at the same time they want them to play the non-traditional roles that's easy ambazo ndo zile yani mwanamke anataka mwanaume endelee kuwa provider wakati at the same time mwanaume huyo anatakiwa tena akamadvocateie mwanamke huyo huyo tena sawa kufanyaje kupata equal opportunity na equal rights and equal everything sasa how do you think a boy child is going to survive on this? And the society also is really much focused when you come empower a girl child rather than empowering a boy child. What do you say about this, Nani JD? Uh, uh, when it comes to empowering, it's, it's kind of confusing because uh, most of the time I ask myself, like, what exactly? exactly they're trying to empower themselves i mean i i wish every empowerment event and everything they keep on having they could have a theme like this one the target is this yeah like we are doing this to empower of course they have them like the previous one for girls in science um many of them they have different laws um, but I think when you ask me about feminism, what will come straight and what I know, these feminists, what they are trying to fight 
it is more of equal pay, let's say, in workplaces, because workplaces, they have a lot of challenges for ladies. Um, the light to an education, um, fighting against gender stereotypes and uh, performative behaviors, protection against sexual harassment and assault, the light to own property. Those are things you can say they have to talk about them. Like they have to come to our tables and discuss with us how are we going to solve this. So back to your question, like right now we want to 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 make it balancing. Like we all need um, equal education. We all need to own property, land, and everything. We all need to, what they say, we all need to make sure we protect them from sexual assault and everything. Uh, we all need to have the same rights at workplace. Then things will never be the same because if you are the boss and the boss, I, I, I'm expecting the workforce will be twice as far because the moment I was the only one who providing for the family, you're not doing anything. That means that was one man harming. But at the moment when you two, um, we spend all, uh, we spend together time outside, like from eight to five, we are all going to work. Then coming back at home, let's say at, at 8 p.m. at night. And uh, at the same time, you're telling me like, I have to provide for everything. There's no, there is no understanding language or mutual agreement of that. So I, I don't know what to say, but it disturbs me too. I, I never understand that. It's either you have to stay at home and I'll do everything. I just know I'm doing everything. Oh, we all go to hustle. That means two people hustling. It will make easier for our struggles to be solved. That's all I can say. That's a, that's a very good take. It's a very, actually, it's a very good take. I was actually headed there. Uh, I wanted to bring up uh, the discussion about the, the meritocracy saga. Uh, women want to be, um, uh, they want to be supported equally when you rights are on opportunities that do rise to men. They want them to get the same, something which is not bad. So, but also they should really take into consideration that these roles, uh, these rights and opportunities are only going to be present to them, not by token of good, not by token of rumor or token of, uh, this is strictly out of merit. An architect, you want to be somebody who is professionally liable for something now. How yakifanya kile kitu over a cause of period of time ambao watu wengine wamefanyaje wame earn kuifanya lakini at the same time you still want a boy to provide for you and at the same time you also want to go and be the breadwinner of that family there is a very big confusion that a boy child and i pata hapo from those two perspectives kwamba sawa ninakubali ninataka uwe someone am nataka niwe someone ambaye ninakusebe rights zako na opportunities nakupa and everything like that but still I don't understand where exactly do you want to stand? Do you want to be the breadwinner of the family? Do you want to be the mom who waits at home? Because still in the finance, but of course, men have always been the, the 
caretakers and stuff like that like in, back in the days traditionally men were supposed to do that na sababu women had no any other thing to do other than staying home na kufanya majukumu ya nyumbani that's why there is a very big confusion ndio maana nadhani both men and female don't understand what feminism is no one tukirudishwa kwenye the initial definition that even um, uh, even 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 Marx said kwamba ni advocacy ya female rights on the ground of uh, uh, sexual rights ni vitu ambavyo viko viko very very open lakini when we stand on the same point of view uh, i've heard sometimes some kind of topics and discussions that people do think that uh, feminism has brought about uh, changes in male or men's gender roles what do you think of that mark uh Ozzy, i'm going to to slightly like piggyback to what you said at the beginning about um uh the role of uh the boy child that you know like while uh, the girl child is being empowered uh the boy child is being left out and i think this is going to be a very good place for me to sound to voice this particular opinion that i've been seeing first you can't um you can't say that a man's role in trying to create a better society is not there what do i mean by that what do i mean by that is this if you have an organization that is championing for let's say girls now to have education because when you look across the board you see that for every let's say five enrolled boys you just you just have one girl and what is the aim the aim is for this particular organization to pull up this enrollment from one girl to at least five girls so that we have like when five boys are, are enrolled five girls are also enrolled and not because uh there are let's say like for example issues are ada or anything else come oh the society thinks come at this particular time these girls are supposed to go out and get married no we want to take them to their school so if you have an organization that is strictly fighting for that you can't say kwamba that organization that very same organization is also going to be dealing with trying to make sure that we are enrolling boys into school no 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 that is not what that particular organization is set to do and it will never do that now what do i mean by that what i'm trying to say here is this men if we see that the society there is you know like boy child is not being treated quote on court in the right way or he is being uh you know uh, left out what have we done as men to try and push this particular boy child have we come up with an agenda are we spending time trying to build capacity proper skills for the boy child or we have left that role of oh women's work is to nurture the society and then when they nurture the boy the, the, the girl child they also have to nurture the boy child and we as men don't have anything to play with that we just have to go out find ada and all that and all that make sure that, that the family is eating but then we are not playing an active role in making sure that we are raising a proper society something that i'm thinking or i know for a fact that we are losing you know or we are 
trying to create this by our own selves. So if we want to see the change in the boy-child life, we don't have to be passive of our roles as men in the society, right? To be there and guide these maybe younger generation of men so that they can know exactly what are their roles in society. Because for a lot of us, growing up as men, you just go like there is no like manual, there's, you know, like, do I go to the left, to the right or whatever? You are just going about and finding your own uh, route to whatever the land of milk and honey and whatever takes you there, takes you there, right? But for a girl child, now we see that there are organizations that are laying the foundation for that and there is like a proper guidance. So we can't really sit on the sidelines and say, oh, the boy child has been forgotten. But then what is it that we as men are doing? What is our role when it comes to building a society? Have we also forgotten about our roles as men, you know, that we should mold the next generation of men trying to carve a place in society for them, telling them that these are their responsibilities as men in the society. This is their contribution um, as men in the society. Because if, for example, we are not actively speaking to boys and men, then they are they're just going out, they are finding the road, the road and everything else by their own selves. We can't really blame it when we see that women are staying with girl childs and they're trying to tell them that, you know what, if you want freedom, make sure that you have a job, you know, make sure that you have your own set of income because for you to be free, you need to have these things. And then no man can literally, you know, try to come and impose his values on top of you. Right. And then we as men can sit down with boy child and tell them that, oh, if your woman has money and you have money, you know, this is a, a way to make sure that you steer maybe the conversation about finances. You know, what happens when your woman has more money than you? How do you act in that particular scenario? Because the aim is creating a society that is healthy at the end of the day and not trying to say like who is better because who is earning much. So that brings me back to as men, we shouldn't really forget, forget our roles as society caretakers. You know, we are there, we have a role to play and we should play it. Now to the other side that, uh, you know, um, this particular case of money and women in workspace. Now, if you're working, why do I also have to chip in? You know, like you have to choose the role. It is for, for most of the times I've been seeing it like this. When you say take women into the workforce, who is winning? The person who is winning, they are the corporates. Like the big companies that are saying, oh, men and women can come and work in the offices. So for example, we can pay a woman less for the job that uh, a man can do. So if we can have a woman, please bring her, you know, less money for us, more profits. Also, you know this, you know, our production costs become very low so we can maximize on our profits. So do exactly that, right? So the bigger picture when you look at it is that to have men and women in the workforce 
is really to just make sure that corporations can actively, right, have a pool of candidates, a pool of workers that will constantly work on that. So a lot of other things, you know, earning money, how you move around that, you know, who pays for what, you know, there's this very famous saying, kwamba pesa zake ni, I mean, pesa zangu ni zetu, pesa zake ni zake, you know. Now, that falls upon, you know, this man and woman trying to find a ground to how they are going to be working their finances. Because if the goal is to raise a proper family, then the finances are going to rotate around accordingly. You know, now that depends on the personality of the couple. We can't really, I can't speak for everyone, but I don't believe in that particular saying. And then when you don't fight each other, you know, because at the end of the day, the corporates are winning and, you know, they don't really care if your kid is getting like that parent's attention all the time. That is none of their business. Their business is Ozzy has clocked in at eight. Martha has clocked in at nine and they're all living at five. Oh, they have got the, the, the work and the job. Well done. Do you fight at home? Who earns what? What Ozzy, like if Ozzy earns 900 and Martha earns like a thousand and Ozzy has to take care of all these, whatever, because he's a man, then again, we are living at different times. That is, you know, a question that I think it is as much individualistic to approach it. But then again, it is like, it is how you want to shape the life that you want to live. You know, if you're like, oh, I'd rather have my woman work from home and not going to the office. And you think that you can afford the life currently? Well and good. If you're like, okay, we can work uh, double shift so that we can afford uh, to have maybe our businesses so that we don't work for corporates, then that, that is also your business. But what I've constantly seen is that as a man, like as a man, you need to have a constant change of plans. Like you have to have a plan that is working because it will reach a point where, for example, your woman is pregnant, right? She can go to the office at up to a certain point and then she can't. So she can't work biologically, right? And you'll have to take care of her and the baby. So you'll have to step in as a man. At that particular point, you can't pre-negotiate, you know, but then there is plans that, okay, this particular time we want to raise a kid. Maybe you can quit your job. We can support ourselves with one salary and then we can move back to that. Or we can go the other way around. So it is a very personal uh, subject. And I, I don't really think general, generalizing it is, you know, the approach that I tend to work best towards. Okay, Mark, thank you for your very, very huge inputs on this particular uh, topic uh, today. It seems like you are very much prepared about this particular uh, subject matter of the day. But also, uh, maybe to just uh, put uh, clarity on the on the on the men versus feminism issue, uh, we are trying to see a way that um, females uh, or men are going to accommodate females into uh, actually trying to like uh, leveling the like the, the the workplaces in the playing field uh, 
between uh, us and them and ensuring that uh, girls and women have the same opportunity in life. Uh, those are also available to boys and men. So we have been speaking and I know there are a lot of narratives outside. There are a lot of things that have been spoken of regarding feminism and females and uh, imbalances that are there. Kwenye kazi, kwenye taasisi, na kwenye hata majumbani kwetu pia we have been speaking about that a lot. But the dynamics will never cease to change. As it sees at Amaramoja, we are going to have this because every day, so long as we're having people who are more literate, who are more understanding that things are going in this direction, then it's supposed to mean that feminism is just uh, a topic that has just started to warm up in uh, in a country like Tanzania. Tutaendelea kuwa na mambo mengi sana kwa sababu there are a lot of uh, changes that have also been starting to be made kwenye ma kwenye kutokana na initiatives ambazo serikali inazifanya na baadhi ya NGOs shoutouts to all the NGOs and initiatives ambazo zinapigania sana kuweka usawia wa kijinsia kati ya mwanaume na mwanamke hasa katika masuala ya kazi hasa katika masuala ya elimu siku hizi watoto wa kike wanaopata mimba wanarushiwa kurudi mashuleni na watoto wa um, kike pia wanarushiwa kwenda mashuleni kwa sababu kwa nyuma tulikuwa tukiona kwamba kuna watu wa, kuna baadhi ya jamii zilikuwa haziruhusu mtoto wa kike kwenda shule lakini these days all these narratives and all these taboos have been uh, reciprocated and the government is uh, actually championing these movements and we are grateful so but kama wanavyosema we are going to we need to have a sustainable development of uh, policies sustainable development of uh, everything that happens around our life so we are supposed to uh, to 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 actually benefit from this from the generation of the feminism but also without uh, compromising our the well-being of a boy child we have been focusing a lot on girls and stuff like that but we do coexist in this world what do you think actually should be done more kwa ajili ya kumfanya a boy child naye akue katika mazingira ambayo yatampelekea kesho na kesho kutwa kumaccommodate uh, kumaccommodate uh, female figure kwa ajili ya kuweza kumsupport uh, equally kwenye rights na kwenye opportunities ambazo zinazaskar rise what do you think uh, should be done by the society and community at large jd okay the first thing first kwanza i would love to appreciate mark articulation uh, the way i'm is there everything about this issue mimi mimi niko na mark kwenye hilo swala lako yani you made a very good point saying what are you guys doing like are you waiting for same women to come and start talking on your behalf or you have to do some initiatives the, the more we are complaining uh, the more we are saying these women become this which women become that let's say what you guys call call them now boy child who say we want positions we want to be there they they never waited for us to 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 fetch them down and keep them to whatever position they take initiatives and they did do as men is if we think i repeat again if we think a boy child is been left out then we need to do initiatives like 
what are we going to do to take the kid from whatever the poison is coming to the field, then he has to be fresh and understanding the changes. Because I think what we are suffering now is changes. Where we came from, all this were not there. So the involvement of the world, technology, moments, errors, and everything, generation, the introduction of everything becoming a tough thing for us to handle. To see a woman is working, a woman is competing with you, a woman can take your position when you sleep. So, so whatever the training we think we need to give to the boy child, that first thing first, they need to accept the changes. Like we are in a different era, we are in a different time. So these are the changes. So how are you going to handle changes that where we are supposed to start? Because in a normal sense, to society, especially fathers and male figures, angalia tu kwenye nyumba, nyumba majumbani. Whatever the bad thing happened to the kids, most fathers, they will be like, mama flani, and it's like all the brims zinakuwa taken to women's. So basically that tells you women left everything for women to hold, taking care, check, and everything about the families. And we just out there finding money, hustling, and, you know, so technically we need to spare some time for, for our young ones, especially men. We need to make sure these kids are growing to formality hippie. And how are we going to alert them? Kwamba, there is changes. The world has changed. A woman you are talking about um, 10, 15, 20 years back is not the same as a woman we are talking about today. So first accept the changes, then sit down and try to compensate and see how you guys are going to meet in the middle. That's all I can say. What do you think should be exactly done by the society and the community at large? Wajilia can prepare a boy child to succumb the then I need the fact that the world is evolving na kesha kesha kutwa atampata mwanamke ambaye uko very very um work kwenye masuala zima la equality na mambo kama ili asifeel kuwa frustrated or asifeel kuwa disrespected just by the fact that a woman wants to play her bigger role rather than the traditional role the question is what we can do for the boy child right exactly yeah i kind of think like we need to to dig down to our roots of what it literally means to be a man. And that stems far from what we lit, what this uh, media is trying to portray these days. It can, we can root back, back to even the spiritual books and all that, that we men, we are supposed to do so and so. And that's like, you know, providing for our family, like giving them security, uh, being the guide of the family, the head. And then the woman comes in there and they're supposed to be the helping part. And I'm not against feminism, actually. It's a really good thing that these women are being given different opportunities to, because the world is changing. And as I said, from the Bible's perspective, is the man, a woman was made out of the man's uh, rib to help him support uh, whatever these guys are going to make out of this life. So 
my only intuition that comes into mind right now is if I understand my roles as a person, as a man, I'm not going to be shaken and what I'm supposed to be doing. And that is like, you know, as I say before, it's like taking care of the family, security, getting the family through and so and so, making sure my kids are fed, making sure they're going to school, making sure that I'm paving the way for them uh, towards a better future. And even though this woman is getting all these initiatives and support from the government and whatever that they're going through, she will come into this life, into my life at least, I'm speaking for myself right now, and offer me support in a manner that does not emasculate me, or in a manner where she plays her true woman roles. And I, I think I literally enjoy the part where Mark said it's like, it's, it's, it's an individual concept where you two guys can like come together and like level out the field and really understand each other's roles in a society like, what is your role is your role is probably nurturing the family and my role is go get the bread and i'm gonna be the breadwinner and even though you're working too but at the end of the day it's like we ought to figure this life out together so i'm not after like what david said like we can't go out to the government and like how does the boy child get uh these initiatives to be so and so i kind of feel like it's just we need to dig down deep to know as a man what do we stand for what are our roots and that's that's how we can figure out the way forward because the way that i'm seeing it is women have brought feminism into the world because they feel like we had a, a higher hierarchy than them so they want to level out the field and to get there they're using this initiative so and right now, we men, we feel threatened by that. So we need to think of other initiatives to remain uh, where we are. It's kind of like the last episode where if I'm a king, I don't need to announce myself that I'm a king. I know I'm a king. So how do I know I'm a king? It's like I can go back to myself and figure out that I, I literally rule this world. So I just need to find that that power that I rule the world. So... For me, it's just digging back to my own roots. Okay. Wow, 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 wow. So, yeah, that's a very nice point uh, to take or point to take particularly. So it's basically trying to say that Basawa, Tuendele, now issues of feminism, Ziko Hapo, Ziko on the desk, and on the table. But uh, a boy child should be reminded of his roles and the men should be reminded of his traditional roles of continuing being a protector in the family and trying to keep things as the way they were supposed to be kept back in the days even when feminism likwa haijaanza. But uh, also I'd like us to choose if we were to choose or if we were to suggest a specific uh, person that is supposed to actually nurture the boy child because a boy child anaweza kama ametoka leo yani kijana tu sasa hivi just try to imagine sasa hivi kuna watoto wa kike wadogo let's say from 13 kuja chini wanaona the empowerment ambao anaipata the appraisal ambao anaipata from raisi na people na teule zile ambazo ziko nani sasa a boy child ambaye anakuwa amezaliwa around the same uh, the same time i'm afraid cometh 20 years from now anaweza kawa too weak to actually even know his traditional roles likuwa ni zipi so who should be be kept with the role ya kuwakumbusha kwamba wewe you are supposed to be like this and this and this will it stick to the parent as a father figure or will it stick to the society as a whole yeah so you know back in the days when we were growing up 
the the role of raising a child was not only based on a parent it was more of a society thing and i kind of think uh the thing that is upholding this day is more like of a gated community it's like uh my child is my child and i'm only responsible for him or her that you other people cannot really indulge into the way that i'm parenting my children so what stands back to this is the role of a parent should be as strong in nurturing the boy into shaping him to be the man that he's supposed to be but it should not only end there it should be more of a society role like if a man is doing things uh that will sort of like emasculate him in the future or something he should be reminded of his role and that is like by anybody not just parenting and when even in the parenting mode you know i i i i like the 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 the, the saying that you lead by example so say all of other all of us are here men and we ought to maybe have children in the future and if you have children in the future and children don't really listen to what you're telling them they follow what you're doing so it's more of like you lead by example you show them what it is to be a man now if we lack that knowledge of being a man i kind of feel even our children will not comprehend the essence of being a man so is the society that we at the men that we are right now we really need to stem into the whole essence of being a man which i kind of feel is a very good topic if we could like talk about it in the future what it really means to be a man what are we supposed to be doing so if your children grow up and they see that my father is moving in a certain cadence in a certain rhythm in a certain manner then that is what really means to be a man and even if you're listening to for example i'm indulging to a lot of hip hop music and mostly from america and you see that a lot of these people who are are not stable are not uh they're having relationship issues they all have like father issues because they fail to have that father figure in their life and they do not really know how to navigate as being a man and being a man is just not like holding guns or like learning to fight it's like knowing what to do how to do things in the right time and at what manner eh okay i kind of feel like it's there's more deeper than that so to me it's more like really understanding the parent knowing what it is to be a man that's the whole thing I don't think I I don't think there is any other manner that can be put around this world it's like just it knowing what it really means to be a man because if I know how to be a man then I can pass it on to my son I can pass it on to I don't know my nephew my niece whatever so it only it only stems back to us or to the person that is going to nurture my child into be a man if maybe I'm not around so we really need to know right now what it really means to be a man then that is how we can pass it on to the future generation i think that's that's it for me joe said it all uh, so the same way joe said i think i would say the same but in addition i think you need to have more hunting session fishing go hiking 
bring back Jando, those type of things that will remind these people that how to be a man looks like and less of having book club sessions with those are for our mama. Less of a book club <laughs> sessions? Okay, I never saw that coming. That was a direct attack. So I think to close, um, Joe, I think that, that the way that you really like put it, um, I could feel exactly what you're trying to say. And I'm not really going to write on top of that particular word. That is that is should be the case. You know, we have seen um, that we have heard songs about daddy issues and the themes are repetitive that we need to have male figures. And that means we as brothers, we as men, we have a role to play and we shouldn't really downplay that. And that will make sense uh, or will make the generation that much better. Ozzy had pointed out about the question of meritocracy. And um, I think it is also fair to say that we need really to, to say, we are not just giving these positions to women because they are women, you know, because, or to fill the quota, you know, they have to really be earned positions. Because if, for example, we're giving uh, a woman a position or a post or an award, right, for her to just be a woman, and not by the merit of the work that they do, that is going to, you know, go back to the boy child and it is going to be like, that is so unfair. You know, they're going to be treated unfair. And we have seen cases like this. You know, there will be a competition and then, you know, a lady will win just because she's a lady, but not because the product that they have created is that much better than what the status quo is. You know, that is a statement that is being made over there, but it is a wrong statement. You know, it is not a right statement. So when there is a competition now between boys and girls, they all should be held equally, you know? And for example, if the aim, right, is to raise a girl child, then let it be between the girls that she is the best amongst the girls. And let this be, he is the best amongst the boys. But then when these two meet, then the best should be who is the best amongst these two and not necessarily because of the agenda that we are trying to drive because that, again, at the end of the day, um, doesn't make sense overall. And I believe that this particular topic is really, really deep and we hope that we can find more ways to engage with it and even more productively because this is just like us scratching the surface of this particular topic. It's very deep. And we just started with a very, um, very, very simple question and it go, went around and it reached at this particular point. We hope that we can continue this particular discussion on another episode. And on that note, uh, we are reaching the very end of our seventh podcast episode of the another men's podcast i was with ozzy uh the fresh prince and uh david and joe real uh so it is bye bye from us uh, for now uh let us know what you think about the podcast uh rate it uh subscribe to it we are available on uh, google podcast apple podcast and le- leave us a rating leave, leave us a review let, let us know what you thought about the podcast in this particular session till the next time it is bye bye from us